Hello all and welcome to the James Paluzzi Experience. I am your host, James Paluzzi, and the topic of conversation today is stand-up comedy in St. Louis. I'm really excited to speak on this because of my love for stand-up comedians. I love watching YouTube videos of comedians' performances, and now I actually have a reason to go see a live performance. Anyways, on another note, Comedy clubs have really had a hard time because of the COVID-19 pandemic that brought restrictions on almost all public spaces. Since the only way for comedy clubs to operate is through live performances, nearly every comedy club was shut down. Many comedy clubs and other forms of entertainment, such as improv shops, have been permanently closed because of the troubling hardships that small businesses could not overcome. For example, Mr. McKernan's improv shop has been closed because of how devastating the pandemic was to smaller performance theaters such as his own. According to Drew Weisholtz, some comedy clubs and other entertainment theaters tried to move their operations to an outdoor venue, but for many that wasn't possible. Some comedians even tried to move their acts onto live chats such as Zoom. All of these attempted solutions to keep stand-up comedy alive were unsuccessful because they failed to recreate the atmosphere of your typical stand-up comedy show. Not to mention the fact that many people are scared to spread the disease to themselves and their loved ones, so many people sacrifice going to events like this to protect their families and themselves. With these factors at play, there was neither a demand for stand-up comedy nor a supply. This dug the industry into a deep hole, and it seems that only bigger stand-up chains and other successful comedy clubs were able to make it out of this hole. However, it looks like comedy clubs are beginning to make their way back to normalcy. Comedy clubs have begun hosting shows again, but there are still many restrictions in place such as limited seating, wearing masks, and other social distancing policies. With the reopening of comedy shops, I can now go and experience the comedy that St. Louis has to offer. Before I get into St. Louis's very own comedy clubs, I want to talk a little bit about why humans are so attracted to stand-up comedy and why people keep coming back to stand-up as a form of entertainment. Also, how stand-up can bring about social change. Laughing is a big part in how humans communicate with each other. It is also a universally loved thing and something that everybody does. An interesting fact I learned from Alexandra Michelle was that a sound engineer by the name of Charlie Douglas created laugh tracks that we hear in sitcoms on TV. The purpose of these laugh tracks is to encourage the viewers to laugh at the punchlines of the show. This is because people are much more likely to laugh when in the presence of others. When one person laughs, it invites all others in the group to laugh too. This plays a huge role in why comedy clubs are so popular today due to the fact that being with others makes laughing easier. Alexandra Michelle also says that when people are laughing, it makes others and the environment feel safe and comfortable. Comedy clubs are a place where people can escape the stresses of everyday life and just live in the moment, enjoying themselves in the company of others. Stand-up comedy can also be looked at as a way for comedians to bring about social change in the world, says my source Manuel. Comedians go up on stage and they tell a story that everyone listens to closely. 
and at times the comedians use their platform to talk about issues that face the country or really any injustices that they see. Most people are scared to comment on social injustices because they tend to be uncomfortable topics to talk about. So when comedians bring up these more serious issues in their performance, it can help influence a comedian's audience. DC Curry at his show on March 28th said, I don't hate the police. I hate police brutality. This statement calls people to love those that are wrong while still trying to create change by fixing a broken system and making the world a better place. When I went to the Helium Club to watch DC Curry perform, my expectations were met in every regard. DC Curry is truly a veteran in the stand-up comedy game. You could tell this by how calm and confident he was while performing on the stage. Before I dive into DC's performance, I want to mention how beautiful the venue was and how well the service was there. I arrived approximately 10 minutes to showtime and when I walked into the venue, I was almost immediately brought to my seat after I filled out a quick COVID survey. The stage where the comedians perform is in the basement in a very large room with seated tables closer to the stage and near the back there were places where people could stand and watch the show. The atmosphere of the room was very lively and welcoming with a lot of chatter and laughter going on before and after the show. Moments before the show started the lights in the room were dimmed which quieted the audience down and a spotlight was pointed at a chair on the middle of the stage. After that, the opening act came out and then gave a stellar opening performance and a great segue into the main event. Then the main attraction DC Curry came out, sporting a very nice suit with a glass of whiskey in his left hand and a cigar in the right. My first impression of the guy was that he seemed like a dude that doesn't know his age and really likes to party. However, through the, throughout the show, I learned that he was not only an amazing comedian, but a person that knows how to work a crowd. Throughout the show, the crowd was on the edge of their seats and listening very intently to what DC was going to say next. DC also showed his views on controversial matters such as religion and as well as social injustices such as the impression of African Americans. Comedians tend to do this, says Hughes, when he talks about how comedians break social norms by talking about controversial matters. Comedians can talk about these things without receiving hate because we expect them to get dicey with their humor and share their insights on more pressing matters. Nonetheless, Mr. Curry seemed very wise and had many good points. For example, when he said, I don't hate racists, I hate racism, meaning that you should love everyone. Mr. Curry says he doesn't hate people, he hates ideas such as racism or sexism. He also said how everyone should love others by being a model of Jesus. DC Curry created an atmosphere in the, in the theater that brought everyone together, no matter what race, religion, or the fact that I was a complete stranger with everyone inside the venue. Overall, my experience at the Helium Club was a complete success, and they now have another regular customer.
After my time at the Helium Club, I was thoroughly impressed and I wanted to hear from a management perspective on how the club works. I was fortunate enough to be able to score an interview with the manager, Mr. Kelsey. Here it is. All right, here I am with Mr. Chelly, the manager of the St. Louis Helium Club. And Mr. Chelly, um, how did COVID affect the Helium Club? And are you starting to see a bounce back for your club? Um, it, the, the immediate effects were we were closed for three months so that no business wants to be closed ever. Uh, after that, we came back with the uh, restrictions, reduced capacity, social distancing, which really limited how many tickets we could sell. Actually, we had to pretty much reorganize the entire business because we couldn't sell by seats anymore. We had to change to selling by tables because parties couldn't be combined with other parties due to social distancing. So it made it changed everything, really, the way we approach uh, the business. Um, we had to change the way we serve drinks, the way we serve food. Uh, we had to rethink our menus uh, to make things more cost effective. Um, even our staff, we had to rethink how we pay them because the, there weren't as many customers, so they weren't getting as many tips. Uh, so we really had to reorganize everything. Um, and it's, it's worked for the most part. I mean, nobody's making a lot of money, but we're keeping our heads above water. You know, we uh, didn't close down like a whole lot of comedy clubs did. Um, but I think it is starting to come back uh, definitely for the right headliner. Like people want to go out and they want to enjoy themselves, but they're not, it doesn't seem like people are just going out for the sake of seeing a comedy show. They're not like wandering in un unaware of who the headliner is. Like they're only coming to see somebody they really want to see. So they're, I guess, uh, you know, stacking their, their bets there. Um, but it has, it has started to come back. The restrictions have started to back off a little bit. Uh, I mean, our capacity is still real low, but at least we don't have a curfew. Um, we yeah. were having to do real early shows because we had to be closed at a certain time. That's gone, so that helps. The late-night crowd has been uh, coming back even more than the earlier shows. And soon we'll be able to start um, doing like local shows, open mics, even reopening our restaurant. Um, I mean, still we're at a very low capacity. Uh, so it's just taking baby steps back to the way it was. Yeah. And my guess is that like, it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna all go back overnight. One of these weeks, just all the mask mandate will yeah. be gone, all the restrictions will be gone, and we'll all be scrambling try to, trying to get it back to the way it was. Yeah. Probably whenever all of the vaccines have been handed out, I would think. Yep. All right. And who is the most famous person that has came to the Helium Club and performed here? Um, I don't know. That's that's kind of that's kind of uh, uh, an objective question. Um, I'd say probably like Jim Brewer. Um, I mean, Mark Marin is also really famous. Sinbad. Um, I mean, those guys like do a lot of movie and TV. We've had huge names just in the comedy world, like Dave Attell, is a huge comedy guy. Um, D.L. Hughley. Uh, uh, 
don't know, there's there's a bunch of them. Helium books a lot of big names, household names. Yes, of course. And whenever you do book those people, does attendance like go up through the roof, or oh, yeah. is it? Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll sell out everything. Oh, okay. We'll even add shows. Really? So, yep. Yeah, we'll, okay. Often when a comedian sells out uh, the normal show run, we'll start adding matinee shows, like 4.30 shows on Saturday and Sunday. Okay, yeah. All right. And then who do you think uh, – why do you think the Helium Club has made such a big impact on the St. Louis in- entertainment industry? Uh, I'm not I'm not as, uh, originally from St. Louis, so I, I don't really know, like, how it was before. But my best guess would be that it's kind of like – a higher-end comedy club like uh, I've, I've worked in uh, comedy clubs for a long time where like you're you're bringing in acts that nobody really knows and you're selling french fries and cheap burgers helium tries to set the bar a little bit higher we're bringing in bigger names we're trying to sell better food better drinks and give everybody a better experience oh, definitely. and then the final question um, where do you see st. Le- st. Louis helium club in 10 years from now um, I don't I mean right here uh, if it was up to me we would um, we would buy the restaurant above us and move the restaurant up there and then make everything down here showrooms and just have shows going on all over the place all the time like having multiple shows going on at the time to- at one time yep. oh, okay um, I mean, that's what we try to do with this room over here. It's our, it's our B room, the okay. A room being where you saw DC yes. Curry. Uh, but since, since uh, COVID, we really haven't been able to uh, make it work yet. We had all these plans, and then everything happened. So, yeah. All right. Thank you so much for your time, Mr. Shelley. No problem. The next comedy club on the agenda is the Funny Bone, located in Westport Plaza. I went to the Funny Bone with lower expectations than the Helium Club, solely off the fact that they seemed like a lower-end club. However, my expectations were exceeded by a lot, especially with how the venue looked in comparison to the pictures that I saw online. The showroom was a lot bigger, with plenty of seating for a medium-sized group, and had cool pictures of comedians on the walls. The location of the Funny Bone is exceptional with its close proximity to many other entertainment venues such as the Backstreet Jazz and Blues that also host karaoke nights. There is also a variety of restaurants in the plaza which is perfect for having a full night at the Funny Bone. I went and saw Reno Collier, a comedian from Tennessee, and he brought all of his Tennessee country attitude with him. He joked a lot about being a blue collar worker and his family. You could tell that he was bringing a very real version of himself and his personality to the stage. This made me feel like I connect with the guy on a level because he wasn't acting like a famous A-lister, but just a normal guy who works hard and loves his family. Reno also did an amazing job at keeping the crowd participating and engaged in the performance. He did this by asking people in the crowd random questions and telling the audience to applaud when an audience member were to answer one of his questions. Because of the audience was clapping and interacting with Reno, we paid better attention to his performance, ultimately making the show a very good watch.
I think that the Funny Bone is a great place to bring a group of friends to enjoy a full night of dining and comedy. My experience at both the Helium Club and the Funny Bone were fantastic. I have learned a lot about the comedy clubs in my area and why stand-up is something that people thoroughly enjoy. I have also gained a lot of respect for comedians and the work that they do because it is not easy and takes a large amount of confidence and even brilliance to be a good comedian. What I've been able to take away from my experience is that St. Louis is home to some great comedy and as a community, we should help support these businesses that are once again finding their feet post the pandemic. You can do this by asking your friends or family if they want to go to a show with you. Most people would be more than happy to go and see a stand-up performance if you ask them. Together, we can help save comedy clubs and enjoy ourselves while doing it. I would also like to give a special thanks to Mr. Kelsey, the manager of the Helium Club, for providing me with a great interview, as well as to the Riverfront Times, psychologicalscience.org, Psychology Today, University of Michigan, and Today.com.